following podcast is explicit. So, Mom, you're going to want to turn this off. On today's episode of Mouthful of Marvels, we discuss the movie starring everybody's favorite god with a bod, Thor. Ooh, hubba hubba. Also, Jordan admits he knows more about his Guardian politics than he does about American politics. We do our best Hans Zimmer impressions, and Mike sounds like he's recording from a Jotunheim bathroom. Well, what are we waiting for? Let's start! Heimdall! Open the Bifrost! Hello and welcome to Mouthful of Marvels, where one guy really loves the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the other one is Mike. Say hi, Mike. Hey, guys. Uh, Now from Chicago. Yeah, Mike's in Chicago, and um, uh, I am recording from the heart of a dying star, the same heart of a dying star that Mjolnir was uh, forged in. And uh, and so that's why like there's actual god though, not like some bullshit. <laughs> um, and so that's probably why there's like feedback and like uh, if if we cut out at all is because there's a bad connection here in uh, the eighth realm. <laughs> it's it's like sacrum meetings in uh, Asgard or like do the sacrum meetings for the eternal body. Uh huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh. So the Church of Thor. Of Latter Day Saints, Latter Saints, Latter Thor Saints. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, Mike and I uh, only know uh, how to talk about uh, uh, gospel-related things. <laughs> <laughs> That's happened so much. <laughs> yeah, it comes up a lot. What was what was the last one? Um, I remember we compared like Hulk. Uh, we were trying to do like a, a missionary <laughs> style uh, using Bruce Banner and the Hulk. Uh, so that was one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know Bruce? Yeah, yeah Bruce Banner. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ah, uh, so Mike, how's Chicago, dear friend? I don't know. It's mostly good. You've been there it's a couple weeks now. Two weeks today. Okay, two weeks today uh, from when we recorded. Yeah. Well, two weeks from when I moved. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not from when we recorded. I yeah. You know, I haven't been thinking in terms of time since I last recorded the podcast. That's weird, because that's all I think about. <laughs> like, like uh, how long have you been here? I'm like, well, it's been like... We, we recorded Iron Man. <laughs> What's that? Fuck out. <laughs> you don't know? Then get out. Uh, yeah, I've been here for two weeks. Uh, I don't know, it's weird. Still figuring it out. It's good, though. It's a cool city. Um, I'll wake up and like panic and uh, be like, "How did? How did? How did this? Who? Who did this?" No, that's probably good for you though. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's done. Not haven't done a lot of comedy yet. Comedy's done. has gone well. Uh, 
now exactly. you, wait sorry did you say you haven't done any live comedy in the comedy done, done just a little oh okay just yeah just seen a lot just watched quite a bit nice uh, that's been fun yeah. I haven't haven't performed a lot yet it's it's I don't feel like myself here yet which yeah is hard. uh I know, I know that's just a time thing sure and do you find that you kind of have to rediscover yourself in a way that's probably what's happening I don't know if I like uh thought of it that. Yeah. Um, because I'm trying to think of like uh when I moved to Los Angeles, I didn't know anybody. Um, except you know the a, a few friends, of course. Sure. Uh, but like uh, I, there wasn't anybody close, like family or anybody like I was super close with. And so I'm I'm trying to think if like I had to say, okay, what is Los Angeles for me? Kind of just re reanalyze who I am and how I fit in this city with uh, so many snowflakes. Yeah, so many. Uh, yeah, that's that's overwhelming. I was on the train earlier, and like it was packed. Yeah. And, like everybody's dead silent, like nobody's talking at all, and it feels like we're all dating, and we just got in a big fight, and we're not ready to talk about it yet. <laughs> you ever just crave like when you're in that like that many people are surrounding you? Do you ever just crave so being on a train and so many people around you? Do you ever just crave like saying, hey? Is anybody else afraid that this uh, train is going to crash and we're going to die? <laughs> like, can, let's let's share a moment. There are two trains parallel, and one of them, like, they, like the tracks came right next to each other, and it looked like it was going to crash into us. And I'm like, how am I the only one panicking? Uh, yeah, uh, it wasn't. I don't get so much like the like fear of dying or crashing as much as like what are like we're, we're all lonely. And, and like, we're just it, avoiding, like... Yeah, and, like, we're doing whatever we can to not talk. <laughs> like, Thank like you're just, like, a, like if you accidentally make eye contact with someone, you're just, like, a moment away from apologizing. Thank God for headphones. <laughs> headphones, everybody's staring at their phone. It's, like, it's like good luck, too. Sure, yes. Uh, also, it doesn't feel totally safe to just talk to anybody on the train. No. Nah. It's just, like, there's random strangers. Yeah. Uh, so like there's there's definitely like a, a survival aspect to being quiet on the train. When, and usually like like friends are talking stuff, but this last time no one was talking. Really? Like, yeah. And like the only thing that was said was me mentioning that whole it feels like we're in a fight with with Calvin. Uh, <laughs> oh, you were with Calvin and no one was talking. Like you were with a yeah, friend well, it, and you weren't I, even like, talking. No, we weren't until then. Uh -huh. uh, but it, but even then, like well, and like this this whole thing is like. So strangely, like going back to the dynamic of the moment, just because it's like it's it's a completely new place. Yeah, uh, it happens all at once. It happens all overnight. Uh -huh. uh, Calvin feels like my companion. Of course, yeah. We've done, we've done almost everything together up to this point. Yeah, you haven't even gone through a full six week transfer yet, man. No, no. Remember how long transfers were? Yeah, the other one. Six week transfer was like. That was like a lifetime in itself. Like that's not like that's not like there's so much like existed in that six. Weeks. Yeah, and if uh, any listeners who don't on like how you separate how you uh, measure time uh, for a mission isn't in weeks or months, it's in transfers. And so every six weeks, uh, you are up for trans uh to be transferred to somewhere else. So it's it's uh cut up into transfers of six weeks, and that that is a different like form of time that is invented for this weird uh subculture of of. Of people, yeah. The shuffle missionaries every six weeks. What was your, what was your longest? Uh, the longest I was somewhere was maybe um four transfers. So, so six months. Yeah. 
I did I did six months and then I did another three transfers in that same area of Yemen. So like You went back to an area? Yeah. So it ended up being like ten months of my mission all in one area. Almost half of it. I, I, I don't think I never went back to an area but I, like I, I was with missionaries who had come back to that area and it's always like, Oh, you couldn't stay away like, you know, <laughs> diner jokes. <laughs> Why's any better? I'd be you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Or, or That's it. If I was any, how you doing? If I was any better, I'd be twins. <laughs> I don't know what that means. That doesn't make sense. You'd be two of you, or like you really want an identical brother. Yeah, yeah. But every regular at a at a diner says it. <laughs> <laughs> none of them know. None of them know what it means. So the newcomer comes in and is like, "What does that mean?" Like, ah, none of us know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so Chicago, it's it's cool. I just like. Uh, just emailing your theater about doing an internship and uh, improv classes there, so that'll push myself on which, that end. Which theater? Uh, it's called the Playground, so it's one of the smaller ones, which is kind of by design because I don't want to like go to Second City or Iowa or Annoyance. This would be a good like to get my feet wet again with improv. Oh yeah, yeah. For those who aren't familiar, Second City, Iowa, and Annoyance is like the bigger city mm-hmm. improv theaters. And then there's like a million others. There's so many. There. Those are the big three in Iowa. Yeah, and, and, and the, the playground's supposed to be good. Okay, I, I have never heard of the playground, so I'm excited to find out more about them. Yeah, me too. Yeah, awesome. Uh, well, Mike, um, we are here to talk about uh a movie, a little movie called Thor. The first Thor, and just Thor. No subtitle. Just Thor. It's no dark world like. It, this world is well lit. <laughs> <laughs> like they have some mood lighting, but that's the darkest it gets. Uh, and um, yeah. Uh, what did you think, Mike? Uh, it's so bad, and people love it. <laughs> I hated it so bad. So when we first got to Chicago, the apartment we had lined up fell through, and we were homeless for a while. Uh, <laughs> And, like, I stayed in a hostel, and we didn't know if we'd have an apartment. I was ready to fly back to Utah. It was oh. miserable. Uh-huh. But, like, that wasn't as bad as watching Thor. <laughs> watching Thor is the worst thing I've done in Chicago. Um, okay. And there was a shooting across the street. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the text that you sent me um, <laughs> uh, was more like thor to death, am I right? <laughs> And I was right. I do. I stand by that. <laughs> I scored the best. I had to take a break in the middle of the movie because <laughs> it was too much. I still did not like it. Do you remember which uh, part you took an in intermission? Oh, I don't know if I remember that much of the movie. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not even saying that to be like pithy or whatever. No, like, okay. Like it just none of it sticks with me that well with this one. Uh-huh. It, was, it was probably like two thirds in. I think there was like a half hour left. Okay. Uh, I don't know where that would have been. So maybe like the destroyer had come to the small town. Not yet. Not yet. The destroyer is the the fire breathing knight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good way to describe him. Thank you. Yeah, uh, okay. Like a, a night dragon. Yeah. Uh, oh man. I, I actually really like that the destroyer. I think I thought that was pretty cool. The destroyer is a real in like they like the design. It's one of the few like designs in the Marvel movies where it stays so similarly to the original comic book design. Cool. Uh, it, it didn't need to change. No. It, it, so it's, it's just like a drone, basically. 
Yeah, it's an artifact. Like it's it's like a suit of armor that uh, is basically like programmed to uh, obey whoever's on the throne of Asgard. Okay, so we'll jump into like my most common complaint so far. Okay. Okay. Not only was like ending with just punching, right? Like they're just hitting each other. And you dislike that? What's that? It wasn't even it wasn't even like characters punching each other. Like Loki's just sitting in a throne somewhere. Yeah, they eventually fight. Loki and Thor eventually duke it out. Oh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing all my credibility. I hate it so bad and I can't remember any of it. <laughs> uh no, like the feeling is visceral still that you did not enjoy it. <laughs> um yeah. Thor's like uh like the Aryan Brotherhood version of Jesus. <laughs> that uh yeah. And except that's... like except worse. Except he's like that that's like the high school quarterback who's graduated but won't stop wearing his letterman jacket. Yeah. So not only is he a god but he's not only is he a god but he's a a, a, a jock with a god complex. Oh yeah. Like what what, what do people like about Thor? Is okay. He's big and strong? Like, like, make a case for Thor. Do you like Thor? Um, I do like character? Thor. I do like make, Thor's make character. Make a case for him for me, because, like, to me, I don't have any reason to care more about Asgard than than, uh, than the Frost Giants. And right, the, and, the, yeah, Jotunheim. And they're, like... Yeah, why, why would I care more about them? They're just two countries that have battled. Right, like, exactly. Frost aren't, like, they look evil. Mm-hmm. Like, I get that. They're dark. Yeah. Like, they have shitty lighting on their planet. Asgard feels a little bit like Imperial England or even like shitty Manifest Destiny America. Okay, sure. Yeah, and uh, and they've been wrong on so many accounts. Um, but I don't think uh, Asgard is supposed to be the shining example of what we can be because in the comics, Odin is constantly like he is on the wrong side of Earth. And he, like so many times have like the Avengers gone up against Odin, the king of Asgard. And so and he's it, been the villain. Yeah, he's been the villain, and so, like... Then why do we care now about Asgard? Uh, in the movie, yeah. Um, you're right. We don't care about um, Asgard or Jotunheim any more than we care about the Kree homeworld in Guardians of the Galaxy. And we talked a little bit about, like, how yeah. the exposition and how heavy the exposition is of this thing that doesn't matter, and we don't have enough time to spend in this world to care about it. Um, and Thor, like, is just as much of a victim in this film as anything else with, like, exposition of this thing that doesn't exist except, you know, in, in common mythology. Uh, and we, we don't have enough time to spend in this world to be afraid that, like, it's being torn apart by the the, the, the superpower bridge. Um, and so, like, I guess uh, if you take that aside and look more, because I think it is supposed to be the story of Thor, not the story of Asgard. And we just assume a lot of it is based on it gets, assumptions. It gets, it gets worse. <laughs> really? Okay. Maybe I, I keep going. Though. Okay, sure. Yeah. Because like the the case, and this is what you originally asked me. The case for Thor of why he is a hero is, and when I first saw Thor, I hated him. I hated him so much. I thought he was whiny. I thought he was cocky. And then like this time watching it, I realized that's kind of the point. Because we. But we where's the redemption? Right. Uh, we talk about hero death. Yeah, I don't. I didn't. I didn't. See I mean, that. ego death. Excuse me. I thought ego death. I thought it was like he wanted like Natalie. Okay. That's like what changed for me. That's all. I, that's all that happened. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I would have. I would agree with you, except this time around, I think I saw that ego death, and uh, uh, it's it's different because like, um, Iron Man, uh, Tony Stark's ego death comes from circumstance, and uh, Thor's ego death comes from Odin testing him. So his dad testing him. 
dude's uh, taking away his power so that so he knows what it's like not to be a god, so that he better is capable to rule and knows how to rule for uh, the smallest of creatures, and in this case, people. <laughs> <laughs> when 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 people are just like ancillary to the story, yeah, just, and they I, are, I, I check out. Yeah, they absolutely are because uh, they are ancillary to the story uh, because, um, and I think we're supposed to think that. Uh, this time that Thor has spent on Earth, he has grown fond of of Midgard or Earth. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I think like that you said that with zero hesitation. Oh yeah, with with Midgard, uh, you know, one of the nine realms of Yggdrasil. And uh, <laughs> oh, by the way, did you like how he mansplained the universe to Jane Foster? So like when he's describing like so you know these as uh photographs from the Hubble telescope and what it is is it's Yggdrasil and so it's all these different um is Jane Foster the name of Natalie Portman's character? Yeah. Yeah. Uh so he mansplains the universe. Um where was it where was that going? I don't know. Uh, I think you're making a case for Thor, and you're losing me a little. Okay, sure. Uh, well, I keep getting uh, I keep getting sidetracked because I think Thor, um, his ego death is from the test, so it isn't necessarily him choosing uh, on his own. It's because he it, he was forced to the bottom, and he, that humbled him. So like it 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 could have felt like oh my I just got a slap on the wrist, but I'm just going to be a god again and return to my my. Uh, ways um doesn't he though um not as much as i originally thought okay because i think he's a better leader now and i think that was the point uh he needed to rise to um hero dumb and so i think he because he he was an asshole from the beginning yeah just not not likable at all you have no. to like he's the protagonist you never like there's never a reason to like him except that he's like really good looking Yep, he's entirely um, irredeemable. He's like, he's, like a, he's like a sexy Joffrey Lannister. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Like a little bit less obnoxious, but not much. Right. Like he's just, yeah, just this, this boy king. He's like, a, he's like a trust fund god. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think I, I saw the, the change in him okay. this time around. I saw, I saw the, um, the character that, like, the, the hero. I saw him become the hero. Oh, and the other thing I don't like, and I, I complained about this to Calvin, uh, and he's like, yeah, but like that fits the mythology, was like, when they first go to Jodenheim, yeah. which is where uh, Yodeling is invented, <laughs> I guess, I don't know, Jodenheim does not sound like it fits in this world, uh, and they're like, the, the, whatever, yeah. they first go to Jodenheim, and they start, like, fighting the frost giant, Yes. they're like, ha ha ha, battle, ha ha ha, but yep. they are laughing while they fight, yeah, hate that so much. Yes, and like it does feel it's abrupt. It's a little bit like Spider-Man when he's like snarky while he's fighting. Oh, yeah. And, and I, I think it. you brought this up in the first episode where you hate it when like heroes um, are are sassy as they fight. <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> uh, but I do agree with Calvin. It does lend to the mythology where like th these heroes like they they uh, like they um, oh, what? they're exalted through battle. When they go to Valhalla, it's the warriors who go to Valhalla and can finally rest and have, like, an eternal feast. So 
They revel in battle. So I think that did stay true to it. But the whole escalation, and I think there's just assumed background, uh, because they do give us the history like that uh, they've been at war as Guardians and Yotans have been at war for centuries. And uh, they give us enough of that background to assume that uh, enough has been enough in Thor's eyes. And um, it, it, so it, it kind of felt abrupt, but if I keep in mind that there's an assumed history, um, that didn't escalate as, as quickly as I had originally thought it would. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we like Frost Giants when we're done? Why don't you? Yeah, why, why, why are they the villains? Why right. Uh, they were trying to take over Earth. Like, it's not explained, like, if it was for resources, if it was to expand their territory. They were just trying to use the, that, uh, the, the, uh, mini-fridge of, uh, ancient winters that they wield. Um. Frost, Frost Giant sounds very American. <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. Um, uh, but, like, it's America. Okay, yeah, so let's say that's America, and then it's versus Manifest Destiny, uh, as Guardians. <laughs> like, uh, wait, who's the good guy here? Yeah. Um, also, like, go fight somewhere else. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> like, honestly, I honestly feel like, like there's two kids fighting. It's like, just, just go in the backyard. <laughs> Get out of Earth. <laughs> because, again, that's how I feel about Transformers, which I've only seen the first one. Yeah. Like, I don't care what these, like, robots do to each other. I yeah. don't don't care. Uh, I don't remember the plot of that one. Either, so I might be wrong. Uh-huh, uh, yeah. And then the same with like the the first Avengers. Yeah. Go fight somewhere <laughs> else. Uh, but you you know you know who my favorite character in Thor was? Loki. Yeah, by far. He's of so course. Good. Oh, he's so good. Um, like there's yeah. a good movie though. Again, yep. this is my complaint so far. Like the good movie was with the the underplayed villain in Iron Man. Yep. With, with Mickey Rourke's character. That was the good movie. Mm-hmm. And the good movie in this is Loki. He plays it incredibly well. Mm-hmm. He's a great character. Mm-hmm. He, he actually, he addresses a lot of these, like, well, who are the good guys, who are the bad guys? Mm-hmm. But, like, you still never get to really question it. Like, you still get to assume Frost Giants are bad, Asgardians are good, and, like, little Earthlings need their protection. Yeah. There's a lot of assumption going on. And, and uh, Loki is the best villain of the, the movies. And I say He's of so the... Good. Yeah, I say of the Hiddleston's great as yeah. an actor, but the character's well written. Uh huh. Yep. I, like I'm thinking of other great villains in uh, Daredevil. Uh, Wilson Fisk was an incredible villain, and in uh, Jessica Jones, Kilgrave was an incredible villain. But these are uh, series, and they have the opportunity to give us a little bit more character uh, development with these villains. Where the film, um, it's really impressive that they were able to make Loki such an intriguing character. Um, yeah. As a B plot story, so the most intriguing character was the B plot, and that is that. That's really good, and and it does set him up well for other movies. I also feel like the it didn't feel contrived in the same way with no. like putting other stories, uh, like because that's been a little bit of a complaint with the Marvel movies so far is like taking time to build the franchise. Yeah, it didn't feel that big of a deal. I realized Jeremy Renner was in it, but it was really quick and not a big deal. Yeah. Uh. I'm not, maybe I maybe maybe I checked out, but it didn't seem like there was a lot of building the franchise. Um, no. There's the, there's the Agent Coulson stuff. Yeah, and so what it is, it's not so much like, uh, sorry, there's some feedback still distracting me. Sorry, everybody. Um, so it's not so much um building up future movies, but it is building up the world. 
So like the I mean, which cool. is how it should go, right? Exactly. Oh yeah. yeah, and so like it's cool that they bring Agent Coulson in, but it's not to announce a Coulson movie. Um, they they bring uh Hawkeye in, but it's it's small enough where it doesn't distract from the plot, and you don't think why was that put in there? It's not shoehorned in anyway, but it's it's all of these little um Easter eggs. And by the way, uh, personally, I love Easter eggs. And I know a lot of other people on the internet just, like, that's what they do. They spend their time just, like, tearing apart the film to find these Easter eggs. Thor has so many Easter eggs for comic book fans. It's, like, break them down. Um, so, uh, so there's the vault that the Frost Giants were trying to steal from. Um, so many of those items are comic book items. So there's, like, the Tablet of Life and Death. Um, and I don't really know all the stories behind these, but I know that they're comic book uh, lore. Uh, there's the warlock's eye, and um, the biggest one that like made all of the, the uh, all of us fans like go nuts over was um, the Infinity Gauntlet, and that is a, a story arc that's coming in later. Um, and I'll I'll talk about that in a second because that's a whole other conversation with uh, this part. Can't wait. Oh yeah. Oh boy. Um, but look, everybody, because that's gonna be way better than what we're doing next. <laughs> I wish I was you guys. I have to live in this real time. I know. Yeah, it's crazy. You have to live in the now when we just uh, – I'm waiting for 2018. Yeah, fuck the now. I want to get to that good stuff. <laughs> uh, but Loki's story is very Shakespearean. Yeah. Um, and I think, like – I mean, Loki could be the hero if – we just told the story like slightly From his different. perspective, not yeah. even that much different. Yeah, exactly. Like not that much of a difference. Loki could I, I be. I sympathize with him so much. Yep. So he's so this... much more than I sympathize with Thor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's he his plan is to overthrow his adopted dad, and he uses his biological dad as a pawn. What? Yeah. That's a that is that's badass. That's amazing. It was, it was opportunistic. And ingenious, which mm-hmm. I love the combination of those. Yep. Uh, it's 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 cold. I love how cold it is. Yeah. Like it's totally self-serving. Yep. And it's and it's thought out and oh yeah, I love it. Yeah, but uh, he could have been the hero by like playing it of a uh, life of being lied to and then taking the throne that he deserved. Uh, if we told it that way, he's totally the protagonist. Yeah. Why not? I mean, yeah. the only the thing that makes us change, right, is like how it affects us. Right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that's, that feels I, – I still don't see why they care. Uh, why they care about Earth? Yeah. Yeah. They're just land. It's like territory. It's – it's so because it's uh, like – They're not using it for resources. No. They're using it to – like they are sentries essentially. Like they're, they're protectors. And Odin, um, like he, he is – there for like the other realm so that like war isn't breaking out and like so he's 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 uh going to war to prevent war um which is okay that sounds like some george w bush bullshit yeah i know right <laughs> going to war to prevent war no yeah. uh yeah they came, they came to earth because they heard there were weapons of mass destruction <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. but uh, uh yeah so they're trying to protect earth um uh, and that's kind of what like led Thor to go because there was this uh, small like uh, radical group of frost giants, um, as far as they know. And then uh-huh. Thor's like, "Oh, there's been a breach. The, the, 
Defrost Al Qaeda. Yeah, exactly. And so like Defrost these Calvin. that these this small group, it means the all of that planet. They're trying to come and get us and steal from us. Um, and if they made it this far, who's to say how far they could make it next time? Let's go there and put them in their place. Odin's like, hell no. Um, I think it is that's rather believable in uh, modern day circumstances. Sure, because I, I did think that like, uh, and I had this comparison before we started doing this. Today, I didn't realize how close it was. Is where I he's got a little bit of George W. Bush in him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This this entitled son with too much power. Uh, going to like, yeah, fuck shit up or like. Yeah, and and uh, and Jeb Bush, his younger brother, uh, Jeb Loki Bush. <laughs> that's that's not good to Loki. Loki deserves better than Jeb. <laughs> Jeb. <laughs> Although Jeb is like the smarter brother. I have no idea. <laughs> I know more about Asgardian politics than I do about my own. <laughs> Oh, you should tweet that. That's so good. <laughs> maybe. Uh, oh, oh, that's so funny. Uh, maybe uh, that will be the the heading. Oh, that's so good. Of this episode. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, where are they going with? Uh, oh, I want there to be an Asgardian Bernie Sanders, and it's played by Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Larry David, if we can't get him. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Larry David does a great Bernie Sanders. Um, so Mike, I, we haven't even done the numbers yet. You want to know what the numbers are? Yeah, I looked up some of them, but let's, Did you? let's get to it. Okay, so um, the theater duration of Thor was from May sixth, two thousand eleven, uh, to August twenty fifth, two thousand eleven. Uh, it made a t- domestic total gross of one hundred and eighty one million. Um, and worldwide, it made four hundred and forty nine million. Where does where does the domestic gross compare to the other? Uh, it is, so it didn't do as well as Iron Man 2, um, and it didn't do as well as, uh, it didn't, oh, oh yeah, it did much better than, um, Incredible Hulk. Oh, wait, no, it didn't, sorry, not much better. Uh, it did beat Incredible Hulk at 134 million, and, uh, it was, again, it didn't even come close to Iron Man. So the Iron Man movies are still the strongest one, um, but it's still enough to justify so is, uh, so let, to make let more me understand. movies. It's, it's the third of the four. So like, sorry, Man, yeah, yeah. So it, it, Iron it, it, Man it and Iron Man Two were better, and then and then Thor, and then Incredible Hulk. Yes, but Thor when it came out, I remember it was a big deal. Uh, really? I felt like there was a lot of buzz. Um, sure. I think so. Because. Uh, now, it, it, because this is the rule of three. Because we had Iron Man, we had Incredible Hulk, and then we had another Iron Man movie, and then we're introducing another player for the Avengers. This is what's solidifying this bigger world instead of just like these two characters that may, like they may have some connection to each other. Uh, which, sure. Of course, which they, which they get rid of Hulk with Hulk anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. They let that drop anyway. So yep. it's this is really like the second peg on the global stopper for yes this universe. But like Incredible Hulk was enough of some uh, uh, enough to get us excited. Um, but Thor was the one that's like, okay, we have another player. Um, I think like at the end of Iron Man two, the stinger for Iron Man three when they see it's Mjolnir, it's just nuts. That's where they 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 want more. Um, I think I'd like Thor if like a little bit better. I can think about this. If it was just Asgard and uh, Jotunheim. Okay. Yeah. If Earth wasn't part of that reality, so and 
and I get that like that doesn't work with the rest of the Avengers and Marvel and all that. That's I understand that this won't work with that. That's that's fine. Yeah, I'll concede. I'll concede that. But I do. I, I think it would work if you just stick to mythology. Okay. It doesn't work when you mix reality with mythology. Uh, okay. And um, but I think, I think there's a disconnect for me. Okay. Uh, and but like they need to ground it. They need to familiarize I, I it. I understand. Sure. I understand how it has to fit in this universe. Like so if, I guess that's what if like you're just trying to make if you're trying to make Thor good, it's on its own in a vacuum. I think you take Earth out of it. Okay. Right. Uh, how did you feel about the fish out of water comedy of Thor? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't, I don't, I don't, I, 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 it didn't bother me, but not, nothing I thought was like particularly funny. And actually, you know what I did like? I liked the throwing the coffee mug, the coffee mug on the ground. Yeah, and then he demands another. Another. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I think that's, that's like something like you would do in like like a moment of impulse. <laughs> uh, when you're just like chilling on top of the world. Uh, yeah. And Thor is on top of the world. He is in a spice uh, a spice island, <laughs> a space island on top yeah. of the world. Uh, and also like me pointing out like the absurdity of the character. Yeah. Like this guy just fucking throws his mug on the ground. <laughs> what a what a bullshit entitled little baby character. Oh, and this is uh, he's still the the asshole. Like he is still the irredeemable so me, prince. He never stops being an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> he just he just like wants his kingdom back. He just, like that's true. again, he just wants the power back. Like that's all the that's that's still the motivation. And like he he has a little bit of heart because he has a boner for a pretty girl. <laughs> Like that's that's what his redemption was. Because he wants to have sex with Emily Portman. Uh, maybe. Hey, Mike, do you want to talk about the G plot since you uh, sure, uh, find that find find that G plot? Find that G that did, sweet, did we, sweet did G we plot. Numbers? Oh, sorry. Uh, well, well I two numbers, then we'll get to that G plot. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk money before we get to that's the G. G. We'll get that out of the way first, so it's not distracting. Yeah. So uh, I got the domestic uh, total gross. I don't know if I got the worldwide. It's four hundred and forty-nine million. And the, I'm assuming it all kind of runs through. I, I could see Thor doing better, though, because Thor does seem more like a spectacle. And the spectacle movies do better internationally than they can domestically. Yeah, um, it didn't do as well as Iron Man 2 um, or uh, Iron Man. So, like, so, just right. as much domestic, worldwide it's in third place. Right. So it's, it's the same pecking order. Um, but opening weekend, it made its $100 million, um, in the first weekend with $128 million. Whoa, that means its run wasn't that good, though, right? Uh, probably, yeah. Interesting. Because I think with these movies, they will make uh, uh, so much about – because people make an event of it. Uh, this is, like, still it's around right. the midnight showings uh, era. Right. You, you dress up for it. You dress up for this. Yeah, it's something that you mark on your calendar, and uh, you plan, like, work around. Uh, it's like so I, I dressed up for Revenant, but they didn't let me. Uh, oh wait, Mike! I'm so sorry. Iron, uh-huh. I I read Iron Man 2's opening weekend. You are such a dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Thor made 65 million. <laughs> so uh, ignore all of that spectacle stuff, even though maybe uh, <laughs> nobody cares. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> So it made some money. It did make some money. Yeah, they like everybody got paid. Right. Uh, no one's worried about how much Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> how he's doing. 
Speaking of, did you see uh did you see Rush? No, no, I didn't see Rush. That was a goddamn good movie. Yeah? And I feel like nobody saw it. Look up how much that made. I'm curious if because that'll be interesting to see. Like he's the star in both. Right. Uh, I think it's Rush. It's the, no, it is Rush. Yeah, it's the racing movie. Yeah. So that made uh, it made a lifetime. It grossed twenty six million. Really? Yeah. Oh man, those are good movies. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah, opening it made a it opening it made. Oh dear, it made one hundred seventy eighty one hundred eighty seven uh, thousand is Yikes. what it made opening. Mm, so it didn't do very well. It was good. It did well critically. Why don't people go see it? I think maybe it's a rated R movie that's about racing. Like, there's not a lot of, a lot of appeal. Yeah, I don't know. But it was great. Um, yeah, I didn't see it. Uh, who else was in that one? Uh, Daniel Bruhl. Uh, he is the the German hero in Inglorious Bastards. Oh, Daniel Bruhl uh, is going to be in Civil War, Captain America: Civil War. He's such a good actor. He's so good. Yeah, he's going to be a villain in Civil War. Uh, he's in it. Olivia Wilde is in it. Cool. Uh, I don't remember who else. Yeah. There's about Formula One racing, and it's based on real people. Great storytelling. Yeah, I like uh, I like the actors. Yeah, it's yeah. I highly recommend. It. I think it's Ron Howard. Ron Howard did it, right? Uh, I did not see that. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, uh, oh, it had a budget of thirty-eight million. Um, it lost a lot. Yeah, it was directed by Ron Howard. Uh, he's fine. Ooh, Hans Zimmer composed. My Hans Zimmer impression. Hans, Hans, Hans Zimmer is just a haunted modem. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, uh, what, 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 how did it do reviews wise? Is it got a rush? No. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. I would, uh, I would much rather talk about rush. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do Mouthful of Rush? Mouthful of Rush. Uh, where are those movies? So, it is... It made... One in the hand, we're two in the rush. That's the first, that's the first part of it. That's what we talked about. That was fun. Yeah. On Rotten Tomatoes, it was at 77%. That's really good. Yes. That's way better than it should be. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay what, what would you give it percentage-wise? Um, uh, uh, maybe, uh, I think I'd give it lower than that. I'd give it 70. Um, but it would still be, uh, uh fresh, in my opinion. I'd give it, like, a generous 40. Okay. Um, it is, it, it did the 8th best, um, percentage-wise of all the films. How many films are there? Um, Not great in terms of like a seven. Um, go ahead. Like the reviews are, like, people really like the spectacle of it. Is that what? Uh, what did AV Club say about it? Spectacle, and they like Natalie Portman's character. Which that was that was the biggest, like one of the bigger frustrations for me. Okay. I thought they put they put like it felt like they're pretending to have a well-rounded story. I'm so excited to find that T plot, but uh, go on. Oh yeah. Uh, so they're like this Natalie, like Natalie Portman's character, and then they play out a scene where like she just screams over and like, no, no, she's got to be more than a damsel in distress. 
There's yeah. no reason for her to like Thor. I don't I don't ever see one reason for her to like him. It it feels pretty shallow. Yeah. And she's supposed to be like this dedicated, like research scientist, this physicist, and she just like she just falls for the sexy dude. Yeah. I guess it's kind of like an Aladdin carpet ride where like he's showing her like more to what like like she was on the verge of something and he explains what it is. Um, and so I guess that's kind of romantic. That convinces me a little. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's not much, but you don't, there, there's no, I think, I'm about to say there's no human connection because he's not a fucking human. It, uh, it feels like they're relying on a, on a lot of devices uh, throughout this movie. A lot of uh, the norms that we're kind of just like trained to understand, um, but aren't necessarily explained uh, to the best uh, uh, capabilities of storytelling. Um, so she ends up just being a damsel in distress. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so we're relying on the device, and we kind of need a reason of why she would, because like she uh, thinks he's a jerk, and he rightfully so. Um, I don't know if they play that up enough that um, she thinks he's a toxic shit at first, yeah, uh, and then he kind of opens up, shows his heart, because uh, that's after like he realizes that he can't lift Mjolnir, so like he's lost everything. Like even like if he had any question of doubt if he was worthy to lift. Uh, the hammer, he's not worthy. So, like, that that kind of goes into his ego death, too. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, but no, no, nothing, nothing, nothing tugs at you. I'm a tender guy. Sure. That's, like, like some might venture to say I'm a romantic. Okay. <laughs> uh, I felt nothing. Yeah. I think you're a little racist uh, towards Asgardians and other aliens. Oh, fuck, yeah. I don't care. I don't give a fuck about that. I don't. I have no. I do not care. They can stay three fifths of the population, as far yeah. as I, I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> of the universe. Yeah, I'm sorry, Patty. Uh, um. Uh. Yeah. So. Oh wait, I forget what I'm talking about right after I'm so proud of a joke I make. That's because <laughs> that's the pinnacle. That's like the hit of heroin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. We can uh, call it quits now, guys. I made the joke I wanted to that this we found it. <laughs> we found it. We found the G plot and that joke. Oh, speaking of racism, did you know that there was a big movement to boycott this movie? Uh, no. To answer your first question, what and it had something to do with racism? It did. So, uh, there was a website about it, boycottthor, um, dot com, and it was because they I'm cast. What's that? Still yeah, well, you do that. Um, so like, what it was was people were upset that a black guy was cast as an as guardian. So they were I, mad. I, ooh, I, did, I did think about that actually. Yeah, and I mean, there's a there's an Asian guy too. Uh, one of the Thor's buddies, um, Hogan. Yeah. yeah, he looks very samurai. And I think there's another one I noticed. Uh, I think one of the guards that gets killed by the frost giants when they're uh, first robbing the bank. Uh, the bank. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, the the I vault. Think, I think me looking stuff up and screwing up the the sound and stuff for me. Oh, okay. Anyway, so it was boycott Thor and like the people that uh organized it. Um, I think it was something along the lines of the Council of Conservative Citizens, or or something like that. And so they were like behind this movement of like, no, he's Scandinavian. Everyone should be white. And, like, everyone's, like, retaliation to that was, like, these are mythological people that, like, drunkards who, uh, at, like, in between battle, they needed to make stories. <laughs> and so, like, it, 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 the race is neither here nor there. 
What a weird argument. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Not, not from your end. Like, oh, like, I see. They have a problem with it. Like, of course. Yeah, like, to, uh, the, its character is fictional. And, yeah. And, like, the, the, like technically, they, these are aliens. Exactly. Like, they weren't upset, and I, I doubt they are that familiar with, like, the comic book lore of Thor. They were just concerned of, like, the mythology of it and the representation of maybe even, like, historically um they, they may have taken it as offensive or what sounds like a problem brigham young would have oh no kidding brigham like, young, what, what, like, second yeah, prophet like, of the church of jesus christ of god big old racist uh visitors welcome visitors welcome yeah the church anybody can go to church <laughs> that was a plug for the church <laughs> oh here's another plug family isn't it about time i think i put one too many pauses in that Family. Uh, I don't know. I feel like the more pauses, the better. <laughs> that takes up too much uh, commercial time, though. Well, it's just 30 seconds of that one phrase. <laughs> Family isn't it. Oh, we're running out of time. About time. <laughs> we're running out of running out of what? About time. Yes. <laughs> time is what we're running out of. Um, but so, yeah, that was crazy. Uh, to, like, when that happened. Oh, I just had a sketch idea. Okay, what is it? Uh... Like just a bunch of like different like a family being held for ransom, and like <laughs> <laughs> and like like they just mows down a bunch of bad guys and takes his family, and he just says, "Family, isn't it about time?" And then cuts the church's logo. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I kind of want to make that for real. Yeah. Like and just make it super gory. Nobody steal it. Nobody steal it. I'm not gonna make it. <laughs> um. So, Mike, I wanna. Oh, hey, do you wanna quick take a quick break? Sure. Do you wanna play a little game? Yeah, comics and comics. Comics and comics. Get the name of the comedian. Can you guess which comic book film they're in? Now it's time to play comics and comics. Now it's time. In this game, I give Mike uh, the name of a comedian, a comedic actor, stand-up comedian, or otherwise, um, and he tells me which comic book uh, superhero movie they appeared in. And yeah, so if you want to play at home, hey, do it. Uh, we'll wait. Yeah. Uh, so, Mike, are you ready? Yeah, 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 yeah. You have your thinking cap on? I thought you were going to say that. Oh. That I think you can stupid joke. <laughs> I liked it. Okay, thank you. I mean, uh, yeah, it was no three fifths of the universe joke, but it was all right. So good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bring that one back for a victory lap. Yeah, definitely. yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, Mike. Um, I'm gonna start off easy. I think you know this one. Ready? Okay. Adam Pally. He's in Iron Man Three. Boom! Right he's out of the, He's in the tech truck, and he's so good. Yeah. I love Adam. Yeah, he has the... I love Adam Pally more than all of the Marvel universe. <laughs> okay. So funny. He has the Tony Stark tattoo. It's really incredible. Oh, it's so good. Oh, in the box set for uh, Phase 2, so that's um, Iron Man 3 to Ant-Man. Okay. Um, they, they have the like complete con- collection of all those movies. Um, in that, there's a, uh, like a, per- a temporary tattoo of Tony Stark's face. The one that's that- awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. That's a cool little bonus. Did you get it? 
No, I didn't get it. It's too much money. In fact, I'm trying to find a way to sell my used uh, first one. <laughs> it's just okay. I mean, it's I, like the excitement that I can get from like having it and opening it and going through it. I can look that up and like be like, that's cool. So I don't need. Yeah. I, I don't actually need to sell. You can get a second hand. Yeah, exactly. I can like like YouTubers. That's something they do. They unveil like loot crates and uh, events. Try to find it anyway. So hey, do Mike, you, do you dive into a lot of that shit? Like, uh, like like this like YouTube culture behind Marvel and like all this subculture stuff? No, not really. I I don't yeah. like I don't subscribe to much uh, YouTube many YouTubers. Um, yeah. What what I do find out like it's just my own explorations of like fifty pages of certain people I follow on Twitter, but that's it. I follow a lot of like Marvel subculture on YouTube. Oh yeah. How do the copyrights work with porn? Uh, like they, they they say they call him. Uh, I was trying to think of like another name for Thor, but that's hard to do. It is. Yeah, what's the porn parody of yeah. Thor? 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 Yeah. Is it Thor? Thor. And they just go into an STD clinic. <laughs> I don't know. That's fun. I bet I bet there's a ton of like superhero porn. Oh, stuff. like yeah, yeah, of course. Yep. We should do an episode about Marvel porn. <laughs> about solo Marvel porn. Oh, oh no. No more Marvel porn. Oh, jeez. So, Aiden Steenblick, friend of the show, he made the music. He, um, he, sent, he sent me the same screenshot. Oh, jeez. I hope that dies down because uh, that's not the second thing I want to see. So, if you use the hashtag Mouthful of Marvels or search Mouthful, <laughs> it's uh, mouthful like. Mouthful of? Mouthful of the like third search is mouthful of porn. Uh, it, it's oh geez. So hopefully that dies you know, down. You know you know hopefully that's a mouthful. fad that dies down. Yeah, you know it's it's not. It's uh, you know it's grosser than like the fact like or than a mouthful of cum. The fact that like that's what people are looking for on Instagram. Yeah, on, yeah. like that's that's like ooh, I'm gonna go check Twitter. What do I want? The grossest thing. <laughs> yeah. To look up uh, some people that I want to follow, some some of my interests. <laughs> I'll check out like Nate Silver and like uh, Malcolm Gladwell and see if anybody has some like cum in their mouth. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with our world? Uh, uh, yeah, and Odin, save, Odin save and Thor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, I get it now. <laughs> Thor's a good movie. <laughs> okay, Mike, you got Adam Belly. Good for you. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I forgot we were playing. Yeah, uh, so uh, we got two more. Um, Patton Oswalt. Now, our listeners, oh. our listeners may be confusing uh, that, uh, like, if they're including television series, I'm not referring to Patton Oswalt on he Agents of Shield. He did. He was the Kennigs on Agents of Shield. I remember you telling me that. Yep. I think you were trying to like. I was trying to pitch Agents it. Agents of Shield's not that bad. <laughs> Patton Oswalt's on it. Well, Patton. Uh, so this okay. is just the film. Which which uh, superhero film? And this, was this isn't just Marvel universe. This isn't just the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I will tell you that oh. it is a Marvel movie. This one is. Yeah, it's a Marvel property. Um, I, I, I don't think so. But I'll I'll take a guess and say it. Have I seen it? I have no idea. I don't know if you have. I'll give you a hint. Um, Ryan Reynolds is in it. Uh, Jessica Biel is in it. 
Ryan Reynolds. And I will give you a. Oh, Green Lantern? No, it's not Green Lantern. Great guess. It is not yeah, Green I Lantern. So. It's Blade Trinity. Uh, Blade's a vampire. Oh, I do know what that is. Yeah, yeah. Wesley Snipes. I saw I, somebody showed me a meme. It was like some like uh, feminine looking dude in a leather jacket with no shirt. And it said like Blade Brother Butter Knife or something like that. <laughs> That's good. And I assumed it was referring to that, yeah. Yeah. That's a good meme. Thanks. Bye. Hey, let's do a podcast where we're describing our favorite memes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mouthful. Let's call ourselves the Memes. No, that's a real thing. These these are a few of our favorite memes. That's so good. <laughs> That'd be a good sketch. A podcast about memes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that would work. That would, that would work as a live sketch. Yeah, it would. Uh, we, can, we can talk comedy shop later. Though. Yeah. Well, we have a couple of sketches just from this one episode alone. What was the one I said earlier? Oh, the it's about time. Yeah, the, the, yeah about time um, murder rampage. <laughs> okay, Mike. Okay, you got, yeah, you got uh, one out of the two. Uh, this last one is Brian Posehn. Uh, Ryan, it is a it is a Marvel property. And I've seen it. I don't know if you've seen it. Okay. It's not in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, Brian Posehn, for people who don't know, uh, it was from Just Shoot Me. He was the the mailman in that, or the from the mail office. Um, and Sarah he Silverman is, program. yeah, Sarah Silverman program. Uh, comedians of comedy for with Patton Oswalt. Um, yeah, you recognize him if you. Yeah, yeah, he's a very. Um, I'll just I'm just gonna take a stab in the dark. Okay. Uh, and say it's uh, Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. Okay. Uh, it is Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer. So at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> so at the beginning of the movie, uh, Mister Fantastic and Invisible Woman are getting married, and he's officiating the wedding. <laughs> Wait, say that say that sentence again. Mr. Fantastic and the Invisible Woman are getting okay. married. And uh Brian Posehn is this, this, is This sounds like 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 I just asked a toddler what he's doing with his toy. <laughs> and uh, I just have to play along like okay, sure. And I have sure. this Brian Posehn action figure who's <laughs> marrying them. Who got dropped in the fire? That scares me. <laughs> Uh, hey guys, that was a lot of fun. Thanks for playing along at home. If you were, this has been uh, Comics and Comics Books Movies. That is how you play comics and comics. That is how you play comics and comics. Um, Mike, so earlier I talked about uh, one of the items in Odin's vault. It, it, it was the Infinity Gauntlet. And that's the big. That's the big blue stone. Uh, sorry. So, like the gauntlet, uh, these stones go into the gauntlet and they form. Uh, basically, whoever has this this gauntlet with all of the stones, they can. Uh, ba- they're basically like gods. Like not just okay. like Asgardian alien gods. They're gods. Um, and so the Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, oh, and by the way, it's one of my favorite story arcs in comics. 
Um, it, it's up there with like uh, Dark Phoenix is another one of my favorites. It's and I think it, it might be my second favorite comic book arc, at least of Marvel. It's my second favorite. So it's a, an amazing story. It's this incredible my comic book arc. Just real quick. Okay. Was when uh, in Garfield they go to their grandma's for Christmas. <laughs> That's a good one. It was re- honestly, I, re- I, re- I read that one a bunch. Oh, really? Yeah, I love the grandma. That wasn't just a bit. Well, I mean, it was. Sure, but it was an honest bit. Yeah, that's kind sorry. of it. And it, it was, and go ahead. Okay, I'm still excited to find that G pack. Um, I think you already have it. Oh, I didn't even feel it. Okay. Um, so, oh, the Infinity Gauntlet. So, Mike, they show you this, and like, the only way that I caught it was like googling and like researching easter eggs because I'm into that. I'm into it. And so I saw the that they zoomed up on it and the Infinity Gauntlet is in the uh, Odin's vault. Right. Um and so later on in the movie it's shown that uh Thanos already has the Infinity Gauntlet. And so watching it this time around I was like, "Wait a minute. How did Thanos get it from Odin's vault?" Um, I thought maybe, like, Loki had stolen it for him because he'd worked for Thanos in Avengers, so maybe he had stolen it uh, like somewhere in between. But, Mike, this is what blows my mind. So, okay, so, um, jeez. <laughs> so, Thanos, when he's putting on the, the gauntlet at, uh, for the stinger of uh, Age of Ultron, he's putting it on his left hand, okay? And the gauntlet in the vault is for a right hand. What? Yeah. That means there's two infinity gauntlets, Michael. Okay. Two times infinity is still infinity. <laughs> yeah, more infinity. No, the same. Infin- it's the same amount of infinity. So much more infinity. Double the infinity. I can't wait until the infinity gauntlets fight and start punching each other. <laughs> Mike, that's an eight laying on its side next to an 8 laying on its side. Oh, girl, you want an 88? <laughs> I want an 88 for infinity. <laughs> an 88 just a 69 that don't stop, girl. Yeah, that's, uh, that's why Thanos needs both of them. To get the girls. Um, Thanos is in love with death, by the way. Like, it's not just he, he likes the idea of death and obsessed with death. He is in love with the like the representation of death itself. Like just the finality of it? No. He's in love with a woman in a hood who sometimes is just a skeleton and sometimes is a beautiful woman. He is in love with this woman. Like a Grim Reaper? What's going on? Yeah. Like a like in Is she in anything yet? Um not in the films, no. But okay. uh, it's so great because in the, the story arc of Infinity Gauntlet he is talking to death. He's talking to her, and he's he's saying like, "Look at what I've done. I have destroyed so many planets. All of these universes have suffered on my behalf, and it's all been for you." And he's just pining for the affection of this woman, and she never speaks in the entire arc. So it is this endless uh, uh, attempt to win her love, and it it's just this endless journey because he's only killing people to satisfy this thing that can't be satisfied it's amazing is that i like that a lot it's 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 such a great story like it it has so many what, like what, nods. the villains are so much more interesting yeah uh-huh. and especially because like uh in greek mythology uh gods when you think about 
uh, when we, you first hear the story of like a god versus a man, of course the god's going to win. But with like Greek mythology, and it's the same with Thanos, he is a uh, he has the same like um, uh, uh, desires as human, and like he has the same faults as a human, even though he is a god. And so like he has this humanity to him and this breed. Um, but like, despite all of this power, he still has like humanity, and like he still has these petty, uh, selfish desires. It's it's amazing. I love that art so much. Is the universe gonna be like too big? Like, is the Marvel universe too big to tell that story well? I don't know. Like, it's it's being split. It into seems like it could be right. Like, so there's some like like this like this 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 machine's too big. There's too many moving yep. parts. Like, you're gonna turn into Iron Man two or could seven be. stories. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm afraid it could ha- I'm afraid that could happen. But I do love an anti-hero. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a postmodern man. Yeah. I mean, what I love, gives I love, me like, hope? Add and Don Draper and and Walt White. Yeah. Like I love like, and that's why that's why Loki's appealing. And I think so many other yeah. people like like people love Wolverine and they love Deadpool. They love like these anti-heroes. Yeah, they're so because well, they're human. Yeah. Her- heroes aren't human. That's why Iron Man One was pretty good. Right. Because uh-huh. Tony Stark became human for a minute. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, so. I think I think that almost should be like an anti-villain instead of an anti-hero, like the villain with redemption, instead of like the hero with. Uh, oh yeah, and they have some of those. Um, yeah. I think Wilson Fisk is kind of a perfect villain. When we get to Daredevil, which by the way, like I kind of knew that Rotten Tomatoes did TV series now, mm-hmm. um, but Rotten Tomatoes gave Daredevil a ninety-eight percent. Wow! Everybody yeah. loves it. Everybody I've talked to loves it. It's a lot. Of, it's a good time at the Netflix. Um. Oh, uh, what I was going to say was the thing that gives me hope about um the in like the movies, the Infinity War, uh, movies is they're separating it into two movies. So uh, hopefully, like they can do it. Just that gives you hope. Yeah, it does. I can see that going either way, though. Uh, that is true. I didn't care for like the Hobbit being three movies. I think it could have been there two movies. Like, with Harry Potter, and the biggest uh grievance here would obviously be Kevin. Okay. <laughs> obviously, we're both big old fans. Yeah, uh, like did, we were we were gonna do like a Twilight podcast with us, but we're both just like rabbit fans. Was there lashback with uh, the uh, fans of Twilight? For, I, I I don't know if you're doing like is that a real question? Yeah, that, yeah, that was a real I, question. I have no idea. Oh, okay. Oh well, hey, I I think this is a good time to announce that you can email us and let us know <laughs> how the Twilight uh movies affected yeah. our culture. Please only email us about Twilight. We're email us at mouthful of marvels. Respond to anything else. <laughs> uh, email us at mouthful of marvels at gmail.com. And also, hey, this is exciting. You can donate on our website. Oh, that's fun. That is fun. That is fun. So uh, you just go to mouthful of marvels.com. Uh, don't be confused when it takes you to Curtis Dash Hansen.com because it's a temporary placeholder. <laughs> But it will take you if you do a mouthful of marvels.com. And don't be confused when CurtisHanson.com looks a lot like YouTube. <laughs> um, but, like, honestly, guys, uh, if you just had, like, and I, we've all been there, you're, like, walking around the house and you're tripping over, like, all these piles of trash. Yeah. Uh, just give some of that to the podcast. It'll help clear up your hallways. It'll, like, it'll help peace of mind. You don't have to, like, you just cross that off your honey-do list. Sure, yep. Uh, just give it to us. Uh-huh, just give it to us for free. Well, it's not for free. If you enjoy this podcast. Yeah, but, like, get, just give it to us. Just give it to us. Okay, and you know what? If you don't want to give us money, 
If you don't want to give us money, here's what you can do. Okay, You can go to iTunes, and you can write us a review. We already have one review. It's by somebody who's involved in the podcast. But it's uh, – thanks, Aiden Steenblick, for giving us five stars. <laughs> he wrote the theme song. Yeah, he wrote the theme song, was, was and he gave us five stars. about the theme song? Yeah. <laughs> No, he said it's the uh, the next best thing since not only sliced bread but sliced bologna, and <laughs> and like if if we were in a world that those two di- things didn't exist, like you wouldn't want to live in that world. But it, it's a good thing those two things do exist, and there's also this other third thing that's pretty cool too. So thank you, Aiden Steenblick. And if you guys want to write a review, hey, even if you hate the show, by all means, review us on iTunes. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I. Uh, Man, look at look us in the face and give us one of those five stars. Yeah, we'll get to that today. you millennials. Okay, Mike, what what else did you hate about school? Like overall, <laughs> overall, what do you think this story is about? Like what what do you think this movie was? Um, I don't know. That's why that's part of the reason I hate. I don't. I don't. I I can't tell you the sense of hate. Okay. I mean, I think it's I think it's Thor's redemption in the attempt. And the, and you sold me on it a little more than we had planned. And I think I I enjoyed it more this time I watched it than the since the first time I saw it in theaters. <laughs> you didn't like it in theaters. Um, I thought it was just okay. Like I liked uh, Iron Man and Iron Man Two more, but this time I I really liked it. And I was picking up on a lot more subtle stuff. Dude, um, it does not feel like there's subtle stuff in this. So may, maybe I missed it. All. <laughs> and, I, and I'm not just being. I, that's a bit more condescending on it. Sure. Very open beat. Have missed. Um, yeah. Oh, I, Sorry, I can't, say I, I can't say I actively watched it. Okay. Like, like, like I watched the whole thing, but like, I, I know I checked out. Like, I just didn't engage with it. Like, like other people do other things. Of course. That's understandable. Uh, Mike, where do you rank this movie in your overall ranking? So right now, my previous ranking was Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man Two. Yeah. I feel very similar to this in Iron Man Two. Oh sure, yeah. Uh-huh. More feelings. Yeah, these these they're probably tied for last. Can okay. I do that? Yeah, you can. For... You can tie for last. Thanks, thanks for letting me do that. Yeah, hey man, I've been there. It's been a rough couple of weeks. I know, man. You're you're in a new city. You're like, uh, does Odin hate me? Like, because I'm not getting any justice. Do I need to make a hecatomb for him to to appease the gods? Uh, but hey, he just uh. I'm like, I can't even afford a Hecatomb right now. Like, not, even, not even, like, the cheap Ikea one. I'd have to put it together. Uh, and maybe Odin's punishing you because of how rude you were to Thor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm bullying Thor. Yeah, yeah. He does, He needs to be bullied. He needs some humble pie. Yeah. I think uh, my rating is Iron Man... Thor, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2. Thor made it to... Uh, What's that? Do, do, you think, do you think it'll hold that position in second in the ranking very long for you? No. Mm-mm, no. In fact, I... You know what? Hey, I'm going to anticipate that Captain America, the first Avenger, will take uh, number two. And that's Captain, the, is Captain America your favorite superhero? I think so. Of course, like, it changes. But, like, right now and, like, lately... Um, and, like, the more that I've, like, considered his character, because when I was younger in high school, I just thought that he was, like, uh, his superpower was propaganda. And, I mean, of course, that was, like, just how he came about, like, the publishing side of things. Uh, but 
since like it's evolved throughout um uh, since it's evolved since the 50s uh, since the 40s uh when it was created um i think he's evolved into this really complex character um he's not just uh pro america he's pro what he believes america should represent and so that's that that could be arguably very selfish um yeah well i think you and i talked about when we did a romance encounter in carlos yeah uh about how and we'll get to this when we talk about the time but like about how a man out of his own time and like a man outside of war who doesn't know what his identity is outside of war yep. i think that's really interesting when you're also, at, you also i think go ahead uh, when you're outside of your like uh, what time period you're you're also outside of your original morals so like just morals have changed in America. Like privacy is under like how what's uh the cost of privacy? Um, is it like is it a cost of liberty if we uh consider ourselves like if we uh, give up our privacy privacy for safety? Is that a compromising of liberty? Um, and even with that, like you even talk about big scale stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of topics, there's even a lot of like uh like like what makes me me with mm-hmm. that like when you're out of your place like. And, and may, maybe I just feel like that's a strong thing now because I just moved, and like, and I'm in a completely new place. And you're like, okay, so what? What part of me made it to Chicago? What part of me is me? What? What? What part of me is intrinsic? What part of me is a reaction to my surroundings? Of course, and like, I think Captain America, um, since it's been uh, like redone, and different uh, storytellers have uh, taken on that responsibility, it's been it's formed into something that is very uh, similar to that. Yeah, which I like. I like that a lot. Anyway, uh, hey, we'll so talk about that more. We'll talk about yeah, that more. Yeah, I can't wait to not talk about Thor. <laughs> on, on these well, I know, there, I know there's more movies with Thor in it. We'll get to it. Like, <laughs> I just don't like him. I don't like him at all. Um, is he similar to Superman to you? Superman's more likable, I think. Okay. Like, he's, he's similar in that, like, he's not endearing. Like, okay. like, like Superman, like, doesn't have any, like, like, uh... Like, he doesn't have, like, the human struggle. Like, isn't that what, like, isn't that what good storytelling is? Exactly. Like, to, me, to me, like, there's, there isn't good storytelling without human struggle. Right. And that's or what... At least, or at least a parallel that, like, uh, illuminates the human Yeah. And that's, I think, what most people uh, there hang up with Superman is, uh, is that he's right. a god. Uh, and so it's hard to relate to this um, invulnerable being. And so it seems like those, that, that's a very similar tune to Thor. And then so. inversely, why people like Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the like, vulnerable. They don't, have, they don't have superpowers. Yep. Yeah. Like so, but I, I'm okay with superpowers. I'm okay with like, I'm okay with like uh, even things being told, told like other like otherworldly or like anything that's extraterrestrial or human. But like, it's gotta feel like a human struggle or okay. at least parallel human struggle. Yeah. And I, and I don't, I don't, I didn't feel that with Thor, but I felt it very much with Loki. Cool. Yeah, I think um, Loki is the. I mean, and I'll agree with you. I think uh, Loki is the better story in in the Thor movies. This is the other thing I wanted to talk about. Okay. Uh, is so you can see like so, so most most comic movies, at least to some degree, are are lifestyle porn for nerds. Right? Yeah. Like, so it's, right. It's it's like this fantasy fulfillment, uh, which is a lot of movies anyway. It's like you you watch Rocky pretending you're Rocky. Right. You're pretending you're like like it's like it's but like Thor to me feels like like a really gratuitous version of this. Okay. Like it feels, it feels like it feels like ballers or like entourage. So it's a fetish that you have no interest in. Yeah, well, it's it's, it's just like if we're sticking well, with the porn just, analogy. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. But it really is like it, it doesn't have like it's just it's it's 
just porn. Yeah. Like, there's, no, there's no humanity to it. It's just, it's just lifestyle for fun. Okay. Like, it's not making love. It's just fun. Like, I, I just, totally get fun. that. Yeah. And, I, and, but the, what I am driving at a little bit here is what's like, what's the, what's the nerd fulfillment here? Because you see it with like, with, with Captain America, it's the scrawny dude who like becomes a super soldier. Right. right. That makes sense to like that. Be like, well, what if I was strong? You get to go do that. Like, or with with Iron Man, like I'm it's this nerd who like engineers his way to be a superhero. Right. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. I don't see the connection as strong with Thor. Uh, like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see why people identify with him so strongly. Like, people and get I, Thor tattoos. They love Thor. I don't see where the connection is. And I don't know if it's so much an identity thing, uh, like identifying. And I I could be mistaken. I'm sure there's human elements to all of this. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Sure. I don't I don't get that connection there. I get I get the like uh, I get it with Batman. I can I, I can draw it from most of the others. Bat- Batman's the most common. Yeah, I mean he's like the, the troubled childhood in response. Like you could get it with uh, Hulk and being like, I'm tired of being picked on. What if every time I got picked on, I'd be super strong? Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. Like, I, all, of, all of those make sense to me. I, and this is me just shooting in the dark. Uh, sure. But I, podcast is us shooting in the dark. <laughs> it's, we, uh, I mean, the dark world. A uh, lot of cat pictures. A lot of cat pictures. Shooting in the dark. But I, it might not be so much internal as it is with, because I remember seeing uh, – like other people witnessing other people being just total dicks and but I want them to succeed. So I want them to change their way. So I wonder if it's more of an external seeing somebody that we look up to and is supposed to be a hero. We want to see that person live up to this uh ideology. Um, so it's so it's more like instead of what saving human who represents like like a uh, gladiator, something that you're rooting sure. for. Sure. Or like or like the the perseverance of good versus evil. Like something like that. I think so, and so I don't. I agree with you. I don't. I wouldn't be able to tell you immediately what you could internalize with it, like a human or like you know, like a whatever. Um, but maybe it's something more to that effect. Bringing yeah. that in mind, I could see that. Maybe. Uh, guys, we would love to hear from you. If you want to email us and to offer up what you think, uh, the three people that are listening to this, uh, what you think, uh, the like story of Thor is, please email us. Really? Yeah, just shoot me a text. <laughs> shoot Mike a text. You guys all have my number. <laughs> uh, okay, Mike. I think. <laughs> Anything else you wanted to cover on this? I, one? I don't think so. Like, I think I I got the the Doing okay main ones. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of. Uh, yeah, but who cares? Like, I wanted to talk a little bit about Kenneth Branagh. Uh, but who cares? I don't. It's just. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> I I uh, I feel good about it. I feel like we reached a good conclusion. Oh, I just got so I was checking my Facebook on my phone while we were talking. Fun. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I just got somebody who posted on my wall about the first episode we did. In real time, when we're recording this, we just released the first episode. Yes. That's all that's out. Is that as as this is being recorded? Uh, and this is Gene Turner. Uh, you guys may know him as Silver Dollar uh-huh. on uh, YouTube. YouTube. Uh, maybe we'll post that on the page because it's great. Yeah, Gene's uh, a great dude. Uh, we met him at the art house doing open mics and stuff back in the day. Uh, he said, "I just listened to the first, to the Mouthful of Marvels podcast first episode. Fantastic!" Two exclamation points. What a great idea! One who likes superhero movies and one not so much. Been kind of in the same boat as you. Sounds like me. 
I like them okay, but I prefer reality. So that, have you seen The Revenant yet? It was my first time reading it. Hey, thanks, Gene. That's awesome. Uh, and I have seen The Revenant. You guys should watch that instead of any Marvel movie. <laughs> I do. I do have one suggestion because I did want to do like the like what should you guys watch instead. Uh, okay. I just I just finished watching Show Me a Hero on HBO. Um, okay. That's that's fantastic. It's Oscar Isaac, who you like stupid ass nerds will know from Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's and it's it's about uh, public housing and Yonkers Square because it's all a true story. And it's like the politics of a small town, like the human stories that go into like people going into public housing and like white people trying to keep black people out of their neighborhoods and like just sort of for motivation. And it's just incredible storytelling. It's done by the same guy who did The Wire. Yeah, uh, yeah, but when do they like punch each other? No, they don't. There's no punching. Uh, no, no, no. Um, <laughs> actually, at, at the sorry, what was that called? At the, uh, show me a hero. Okay. At the last city council meeting, they're like, we can't come to an agreement. Like, okay, whoever can punch the hardest will win. <laughs> it's called show me a hero, and no one dress up dresses up in a costume. And I that, make, how dumb? How stupid? That's that's ridiculous. <laughs> I didn't even make the connection with hero. That's so funny. <laughs> Uh, Show me a hero. Were there actual heroes? <laughs> uh, okay, Mike. Hey, but, but watch that because it's great. Yeah, of course. Thanks for plugging HBO. They really need it. <laughs> uh, I think this is it, Mike. This has been a okay. fun one. I, I, I'm very happy that this is like the first one that we've kind of disagreed on, and it's, it's been a lot. Yeah, we've been on the same page till now. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. So, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, we'll see you. We'll see you on the next episode when we talk about Captain America: The First Avenger. And goodbye, everyone. Bye. We'll we'll MC you later. We are grooved. Thanks, everybody, for listening to episode four. Thor. Episode four. Thor. Huh. It's fun how that worked out. Um, if you want to get in touch with us at the show, you can email us at mouthfulofmarvels at gmail.com. Uh, we got an email from um, at Steve D. Kent on Twitter. He asked if uh, Ghost Rider smokes weed. Hence his name, Johnny Blaze. Um, and my theory is that he, he does, uh, smoke weed, um, and it's laced with angel dust.
and so like his superpowers are uh, are actually just his hallucinations. Um, and so when Ghost Rider's doing his uh, penitent stare, it's just a junkie staring into your soul. So, <laughs> so uh, uh, thanks for the email, Steve D. Kent, and uh, please. Please, we love to hear from you. Please, that sounded so desperate. <laughs> um, also, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow us at Mouthful O Marvel, like an Irish man's name, at Mouthful O Marvel, um, and use the hashtag MoFuma. That's Mo as in mouth, Fu as in full, and Ma as in Marvel. Um, and what else? Oh, I want to say uh, a, a quick, a quick thank you to. The individuals who are involved in um, making this show, uh, thank you at Curtis Ned Hansen for helping with the production of this podcast. Thank you at Aiden Steenblick for the music. Thank you at Chelsea underscore MB for the artwork. And if you want to find uh, more or look into more of Chelsea's work, you can go to behance.net. Um, that's like B. Enhance, <laughs> you know, like the word, <laughs> uh, like the word that it is, um, b e h a n c e dot net slash Chelsea Mackey, uh, Chelsea spelled C H E L S E A Mackey M A K I, and I think that's uh it except uh, one last thank you, thank you to you for listening. All right, guys, we'll see you next time when we talk about Captain America: The First Avenger. Yeah.